Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, if you've come to watch this film to rekindle your love of light-hearted Disney musicals, you've watched the wrong film. I'm your host, it's Liam, and sitting across from me through the powers of the internet, it's Tobias. Howdy doody. Howdy doody indeedy. How you Diddly doodly. How, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? I don't know what it, accent that was. It's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, blood. It's all right. It's all right, blood. It's all right, yeah. blood. It's all good. How, how are you getting on? Are you all right? Um, or right? I'm half left, actually. Half left. Half I'm left. half left. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're going to be starting this episode of the Film Club a little bit different than we normally do, because we've had some some sad news in the... Uh, what kind of... I was saying some kind of world. In the... The world. I would say in the Marvel world. And well, no, not, not just... Just no, life. no. Mm. Um, sadly, today it was announced that Chadwick Boseman, who, again, I linked to Marvel, some people will know from Black Panther as well as other projects, passed away, which was shocking and sad to say the least. And we have a tradition here at the Manic Podcast that we like to inaugurate people of were you surprised that I pulled that word out? That was that was a big word for you. <laughs> I know, and I think I said it right. I have no idea. I, we like I, looked, inaugur- I looked confused. <laughs> but we like to inaugurate iconic people of geekdom into our manic hall of fame. And I can't think of anyone better than the king of Wakanda. Indeed, Wakanda forever. I mean, I was shocked when I found out. And I didn't find out just by looking online. I literally was sitting, chilling, watching telly. And Amanda messaged me this morning from work saying... Have you seen the thing about Black Panther? And that's a very vague statement just to say. And I was like, no, I have not. And I was not prepared. No, I woke up. um, I'd been up late the night before. So I I wasn't awake early. But um, typically the first thing I do is go for my phone. And actually I kind of had like a little news report that comes up and it's often one of the first things I see. Yeah. And but if I kind of log into my phone, it goes away. I, I kind of get a glimpse of it. And it kind of disappears. So I saw that Chadwick Boseman had died at 43. Mm. But at first I kind of like, I know that can't be right. Uh, yeah. And I literally then had to search for the article. Yeah. And then, yes, Chadwick Boseman has died. Uh, people didn't know. He found out four years ago that he had colon cancer stage three. It moved to stage four. And yeah, it was just a massive, massive shock. Um, n- neither of us. I mean, we both discussed it this morning. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I mean, no one obviously expected it. He's 43. No. Um, no, he's very much been in the limelight. Black Panther was a very important film. Uh, he's obviously done a lot of other work as well. Yeah. Uh, but it, to be said, I mean, we've only really, you and I have only known him because of Black Panther. Yeah, that is the role I know him in. Captain America Civil War. He, when Captain America Civil War came out in 2016, that's when he, he already knew. So all the time we've known him, yeah, he's been battling and he's been going to chemotherapy and all this kind of stuff. Also, while doing these massive films like the Avengers Infinity War and yeah. all that, he's he's and it's kind of also he's done a lot for charity, uh, which is something that when you go on Twitter, the, his co-stars talk about, you know, uh, he, he was a very giving person, a very uh, honest and generous person. Uh, and it's like everyone's just in a slight state of shock about it, I think. It is because it wasn't a known thing. He didn't. He didn't publicise it. At no. It, it makes you wonder how many, if any, of his co-stars did know. Yeah, a lot of them are talking about being shocked. Uh, earlier this year, there was um, he did something uh, on Zoom or something, some video related thing uh, during lockdown, yeah. and everyone was worried about his weight loss but people just assumed it was for a role and um but no no obviously it didn't turn out to be for that at all no no i mean i keep saying it was a shock but it was and i can honestly say that 
all day. I've it has been something that's keep coming back into my mind. Yeah, because it was such a shock. You know, yeah. and obviously it's left it's left questions that to do with the universe that we we're, we're not going to get into now. Not today, no. But you know, there's just been a lot I've been thinking about because he was very young. Uh, yes, I mean I'm forty, he's forty three, but that made me think actually when he found out he was a year younger than I am now. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it's kind of I think oh the it strikes you more especially when it's someone of roughly your age because like Heath Ledger died when me and Heath Ledger were roughly the same age. But yeah, so it kind of strikes home a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it kind of makes you think. Uh, and it also, I think it makes you think, right, if you were in that situation, how would you handle it? Yeah. Because obviously he did it very graciously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is unusual for someone who is in the public eye for it to be such a shock because no one... Yeah. Oh, no. But yes. The the thing I think we can agree on is it, apart from it being a huge shock, is it's a massive loss to the industry, to the world generally. And he will be greatly missed. Um, I I believe, as we have discussed off cast, um, we are going to see, or at least hear a little bit more of him in uh, What If, which will be a nice kind of, I say not closing because we don't know what it's going to contain fully, but it'll be nice to have something more. Yeah, I mean, like other actors, he's he's done some work, yeah. which has yet to be re- revealed. Uh, but he's left behind a legacy. I mean, Very much he's so. he obviously he's done other films, but for us, I mean, we're massive geeks, particularly massive. Marvel geeks. Yeah. And just look at the films. That, I mean, Black Panther itself was such a, an important film, but he was in Civil War, which was a massive film, and he was in Infinity War, one of the biggest yeah. films ever. Huge. Uh, so he's he's left a legacy, really. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely, he should be inducted into our Hall of Fame. He's definitely earned his place. I say he'll be greatly missed, and I think it, it goes without saying, but we're going to say it that you know our thoughts go out to his family because it's a terrible time to go through, and you know you wouldn't wish up on anyone. No. Um, and it, it now feels weird moving on <laughs> to the next part of this. But we are here to review yeah. a film. That, we are. That's, so why, that's why you're listening. Yeah. We watched a film. We did. Would you like me to uh, tell you about it? Oh, I'd love you to. Okay. Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. An orphaned boy raised by animals in the jungle seizes his destiny while confronting a dangerous enemy and his ho- and his own human origins. Cast: Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Benedict Cumberbatch, director: Andy Serkis. Yeah, big cast. Big cast. And I will say, I have not made any notes about this. Oh, cool. I have. I've made no notes about this. And I'm going to say I've done no research, but I did sit and look through the IMBD as I was watching. Okay. Because I was fascinated. Um, And the thing is, the cast is big enough that it's not like they're small, unknown cast people who I don't know at all. (laughs) No, that is true. Um, I will say, I mean, we... Just like we just said, it's got a big cast. I just named three of them. Yeah. Um, one thing, if you haven't done your little research, I find it interesting that obviously it's uh, directed by Andy Serkis. Yeah. Uh, there's a character in the, the film made up, especially for the film, called Boot. Boot. Uh, who is actually uh, Andy Serkis's son. Does yeah, I did that. notice that, which I think but, is quite cool. And I will say I liked Boot. I liked Boot. Like, uh, he had a nice head. We'll we'll he come back to that. Nice head, uh, <laughs> uh, but also, in the term of legacy, um, it was written by Callie Cloves, who is the daughter of Steve Cloves, who's written like just about all the Harry Potter films. Oh, okay. Who was a, who was a producer on the film? Yeah. So I had a so, quick look through the the IMBD like trivia bit, just some some of the information on there, and I had a quick Google of it. But I've got a couple of random little facts here and there that will come out, but nothing massively in in depth. Because I was just watching it, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, as you said in your little intro, it's quite different. Oh, it's it's dark. It is dark, but isn't it kind of a bit of a... Right, the, the last film to come out was the... the I'll, I'll use the air quotes, live action uh, <laughs> version, but it was the Disney version. So it was very much yeah. 
the live action version of the Jungle Book that everyone knows. You remember so, it because Christopher Walken played King Louis. Yeah, but and Bill Murray was Baloo. Yeah, uh, and it had very fun. on point with what we know as Jungle Book characters. Yes, very much what you actually expected. This was <sighs> announced, and apparently this was actually going to be announced first, but. Then they heard that Disney were doing their version, so they pushed yeah. it. Uh, it was meant to be released at the cinema originally, but Netflix bought it. Yeah. Um, and I believe but... it originally had a different title. It was originally going to be Jungle Book Origins. Yes. I'm glad they changed it, to be fair. Yeah, because it's not an origin story. It's not. It's also it's... not the Jungle Book that people know. So I think that having the Jungle Book in the title would have been misleading. But at the same time, I mean, well, actually, right. The Jungle Book is a collection of stories yeah uh and they say that that works to this by calling it mowgli yeah because it is mowgli's story uh and i think the actor hang on i've written it down but i can't read it yeah i can't help you I don't Rowan Chand, no i can't he's good I th- I yeah think, i was gonna ask yeah. what did you thought of him uh i'm actually desperately trying to think of who actually played mowgli in the other version uh for this version he's fine I liked uh, him, except for when he was really upset and emotional. Yeah. There's a part when he's in a cage. Yeah, right. And he's, like, crying through the bars. And I I didn't like him there. But it was actually just because of the facial expressions he was pulling. To be honest, I had the same. There's a bit where Boot is being very friendly and basically saying, I'm alone and you're alone. But oh, we're and, together. And Bobby screams at him. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, mate. Calm yeah. down. Now, obviously, we don't swear on the Manic Podcast, so I'm not going to. But I will say this film made me say the F-bomb a lot. Really? Oh, really? a lot. Do you know what? Shall I tell you the first time it really made me do it? When Baloo spoke. Yes. Because Baloo in this is Andy Serkis. Yeah, which is fine. There's nothing wrong and with that. And unlike the, the Blue that we all know and love, this one's essentially a drill sergeant. <laughs> they, they could have got... They could have got Vinnie Jones, Ray Winston, anyone with no, like a tough no, man voice. N- no, never cast Vinnie Jones. No, no, I'm not saying they should have, but I'm saying <laughs> that was the kind of personality he had. Like yes. this kind of, all right, you know, get up, stop being sad. You know, yeah, he was very much oh, like that. So, so, it was such a shock. <laughs> um, what I'd say, and I think this is because it is a darker story. Very much so. But I found it weird that in the Disney version, which is obviously singing and dancing. Yeah. No, maybe not the dancing, but it's all kind of lighter in tone. Yeah. The animals look perfectly real. Yeah. This one's darker, but they've made the animals kind of have the faces of the actors. Yeah. I, I and it's so my, cartoony. My main criticism for this film is actually I felt the whole animation style was off. Yeah. It, As in, it, when I'm sitting watching it, I'm going, this is a really impressive scene. I'm liking the acting that I'm hearing. But to watch, it just feels slightly wrong. It was, because they tried to personify the animals, but in a darker version. Yeah. So it's like, it's, like, it's cartoony, but you're going quite... Yeah. I uh, have no issue yeah. with the darker side of it. I really did actually quite like some of the darker moments. Yeah. And to prove how dark this film is, very quickly, very early on, there's a scene where Bagheera tells Mowgli he has to watch the life drain out of his prey's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another one of my F-bombs, because there, it was just so shocking. Um, uh, in this, Bagheera than... is voiced by Christian Bale. By yeah, way. which I, I can say that I wouldn't have been able to call some of these voices if I didn't I... know the cast. No, to be fair, I mean, I'm a big fan of Benedict Cumberbatch, but Ooh, Shere Khan, to me, didn't sound like no, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not at all, really. Um, they'd obviously put, there was some effects over the top to kind of do some elements to it, but, um, and obviously, is it Kate Blanchett, or have I got the wrong name? Kate Blanchett was As Carr. Now, um, that was something Her that voice was, is quite recognisable. Yeah, uh, that was interesting, because this film sets Carr up as sort of like a narrator. Yeah. And also, for me, Carr's always one of the bad guys. Yeah. And I guess she is. But also, she's not. She sort of ends up well, saving. It's one of, the things, one of the things I did read is that at no point in this film does Carr actually have an intention to eat Mowgli. No. Because she, she understands that 
he is necessary and he's special. Isn't he? Yeah, because um, Car has kind of been set up as this almost oracle, because he's like, you, I must have missed the bit early on where they introduced the fact that Car can see the future, because he that's the first <laughs> thing he says to her when he meets her in person. He's like, they say you see the past and the future, and I'm thinking, do they? I don't remember that. I just remember Bagheera saying, don't go near her. And now no, you're near her. I think it's a thing that she she does the narration right yeah. at the start. Uh, so she kind of sets out the rules. She sort of yeah. like kind of sets up the story in a way that Carr is not normally used. No, Carr is very much a side villain. Yeah. Uh, what I did know, well, or has been noted elsewhere, um, Car in the books and other versions are is male, except both these new remakes have mm-hmm. made Car female. Yeah, which yeah, I thought was interesting. Choice. Yeah, um, it's Scarlett Johansson in the other one. Yes, it was, yeah. it was. Yeah, but more classically, what you'd expect. Well, the, the whole kind of like fall asleep, yeah. wasn't it? Now, it's also noted that I didn't think because I looked down the cast list. And there was a character missing, which I was very upset about. But <laughs> to be, but to be fair, King Louis isn't in the original books. Nope. Uh, so it makes, I mean, it makes sense for Louis to not be in the yeah. film. But at the same time, you're just waiting for Louis. <laughs> it's I like, did. I'll, there was the two points in the film where I googled stuff. The first time was very early on, and I was like, I wanted to check the cast list. I can't remember who everyone is. Yeah. Um, and that was my first one. That was just a quick glance through the IMD cast list just to get a list of who the people were. Um, and then it was when Mowgli was with the, as they call them in the series, the monkey people, because monkeys wasn't good enough. Um, yeah. and, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you're going to, they're going to take him to King Louis. Then there was no King Louis. And then the, then Sheer Khan turned up and I was like, is he going to appear last minute? And that was what got me into my like trivia dive. I wondered if there was like maybe another character because obviously, uh, in the animated Jungle Book, King Louis is named because it's Louis Armstrong who does yeah. the voice, and I just thought, well, maybe that's because of him. So therefore, yeah, there's another name for him. Yeah, but but no, no, there's there's just no Louis, which is fine because this is being more. It's not the Disney version, and that's no, what that's you know. True. We've got an animated he, version, and we've got a real King life Louis. version. Is a really famous character. Yes. And um, also, what I noted. Oh, just, just pause that. So, ladies and gentlemen, Liam has gone off uh, to do fatherly duties, I believe. So it's just you and me. Uh, I'm just scrolling through my TikTok at the moment. Uh, you might want to know that. Um, just check in if I've got any messages on WhatsApp. I don't. That's upsetting, isn't it? Um, I'm not going to go into my Star Trek games. That's all right. Uh, but now you can hear Liam's back, so that's fun. A child emerged. Right, so something I've noted is in this film, the elephants, of which I was quite disappointed that there weren't a lot of originally, yeah. uh, they came in full force later, but I, I wanted more elephants. Uh, the elephants and the monkeys don't talk in this film at all. No. But in the books, they do. They are they are meant to talk, uh, but they were very much, you well not the elephants, uh, the monkeys were very much villains. Yeah, they're, they're all, I mean, except for maybe one. One seemed all right. Yeah, uh, um, they were very much almost like sub henchmen, weren't they? For Shere yeah. Khan. Yeah, though we also, and I've noted again, this is different from the book. That seems to be quite a regular change they make. Hyenas working for Shere Khan are meant to be jackals. Yeah, I will say that the the, the hyena that's in this, which is a Tabatsi or Tabaxi or something I'm like that. I'm not really good with that name, but yeah. Um, I, I really liked him. He was one of my favourite characters. Though it's not apparently, it's overlooked why Shere Khan keeps him around. Because he's meant to be really kind of cunning. He's actually meant to be super intelligent. But we that does not come across at all. <laughs> Um, he's very much quite, he's funny and kind of a bit sly. And... Yeah, I mean, 
I, I did like the scenes with him because he they kind of went for a crazy side of the character. Yeah, where he, he was kind of a little bit unhinged. But I suppose works with the character yeah, of a the hyena, cla- the classic yeah. cackling. I liked him, um, and he was the really the one one of the first people to tell Mowgli, "You're not a wolf." Which actually, <laughs> that is something interesting. I suppose it works with the whole Mowgli, not origin story, because there's two things I'd say that this film does which the other films don't do so much. We see Mowgli spend a lot more time with the wolves. Yeah. And also with people. Yeah, oh yeah. That but that's why I think having the title Jungle Book Origins would have been false. Yes. Because it's not. The, it's not... the film fully wraps up the characters we know really. Yes. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been accurate having Jungle Book Origins because that suggests that what happens after this film is, is the jungle, jungle book. book. But it can't be because Shere Khan's wrapped up, the humans are wrapped up, Mowgli's aware of everything. He's now, you know, he doesn't actually, because I'm pretty sure in the other Jungle Books, it ends in both versions with him going to his yeah, village. Pretty much, yeah. No, no, this is the reverse of that. <laughs> he's now a knife-wielding half-wolf, half-man. Yes, he's actually had some time with his people, uh, decided that's not really it for him. very much ended it making you think, so are you now the pack leader? It very much put that forward. As a child with a knife? Yeah, but he's got a weapon, you see. And oh, that would have been a really good starting joke. Yeah. <laughs> child with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked one of my favourite scenes, which I think is just made up for the film, because it doesn't happen in the book. Um, is actually when Baloo and Bagheera have a big old fight over. Yeah, which I believe is like a homage to the fight at the end of the Disney one, where yeah. Baloo kind of grapples with Shikan. Yeah. I didn't think of that until I read the trivia about it, and I thought, oh, actually, yeah. I will say, the darker elements of this film actually were what sold it for me while watching it. Yes, because when you've got two versions of a story, yeah, uh, and this is something that when we announced that this would be this this film, I said, I think in the last podcast, It'll be interesting because this is the first one that we're reviewing where we've seen other versions of it. Uh, yeah. And the, the and... thing is, when you do a a remake or a retelling, you've, you're either going to succeed well or you're just going to disappear and people are going to forget it. Because you're either going to tell the tale that people know in, in a reminiscent kind of like nostalgic kind of way, or you're going to do an angle that people haven't seen before, which and is what this was. Yes. Uh from a cinematography point of view, yeah, uh, obviously there's lots of CGI, except that it is actually mocap stuff. So the actors were there. Yeah. When when you've got uh, Shere Khan facing off against the kid, it's really Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, and uh, I do say I think I did generally find Shere Khan a fairly intimidating. Yeah, but at there's the same a, there's time, a, there's that still scene cartoony, and that's where. where it's kind of it hard. That, yeah, I get what you mean. Because I will say my ongoing thing for this entire thing is that I found the animation distracting at times. Yes. But what it does have going for it, which, well, it did. Well, I say going for it. It's I'll ask you if it goes for it or not. If you compare the, the live action Disney to yeah. this one, the live action Disney is all on a studio lot with yeah. CGI. This was shot on location in South Africa. Was it actually? Yes. Because I did wonder if it was going to be a lot of CGI with just Mowgli on a green screen. No. Honestly, they went to real places. It makes sense, actually, because there was a lot of things I was thinking, especially when they were focusing around the wolves mm. and they were all standing on like the rocky edges. And I was thinking, that looks very impressive. Yeah, but it's it's... I don't know. They probably spruced it up with CGI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's no, they went to location because that's one of the things that Annie Circus definitely wanted yeah. to do. On the note of like cinematography, one element that I actually was quite impressed with, but it was also a little bit annoying to a point, but in a good way, yeah. um, because we've made a point of saying this is a much darker, gritty version of the story. Yeah. And like, obviously, we've already commented on Baloo's voice, but yeah. like his visual appearance was very like he was scarred. He, he was. Yes. I didn't realise that Baloo was a Himalayan brown bear, but oh. he, apparently he is. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they made him a lot more worn and realistic looking, which they did with a lot of things. And one thing that really caught my eye was they didn't need to put the effects on. That 
almost like an over-the-top filter. You every now and then you just see like gnats flying around and like also like in front of the camera. Yeah, like, a lot of the time I noticed it with Bagheera. Um, he'd be talking and like a gnat would just fly, not in front of him, but it would be in front of him, like closer to where a camera would be. Yeah, oh, I had like, noticed if that. If you really. were filming in a jungle, but if they were, it could have been an actual thing. Yeah. But no, I found that quite impressive because it was very much an atmospheric thing, which, as I said, you you didn't notice it. So, no. Um, but that's probably because I was more distracted by the face yeah, of the animal. I would say so. that, I mean, the actual face side of things I didn't pick up on in the sense of they were actor facing kind of things. I just spent a lot of time going, this looks wrong. The first time I noticed it was one of the first scenes, it was the scene where Bagheera finds. Mowgli and I literally I turned to Amanda because I watched it with Amanda and Isabel um, and I went Bagheera's head is weirdly long and I know that they, they their head kind of is like smooth into their body for like speed and stuff yeah but it just felt weird and it was thinking about it actually when I was looking at their faces and face on it felt odd so it does make sense you saying about the faces um, yeah I, I noticed it first when Carl was talking because that's not a snake's face. Car, you know I, I mean? oh, I, I, actually, I did point out to Amanda, Carl looked like like she had lips. Yeah. The way uh, the snake's jaw, it didn't look scaled. It looked like a, the pout of a top lip. Yeah. So they did that with the characters. Although I would argue that I wouldn't necessarily, because each of the animals have similarities to the actors who play them. But I don't think I could notice those. No. If I was... If I, if a character wasn't talking, no, I don't think I'd be able to go. That's Benedict Cumberbatch. You no. know, I don't think there's that. Because let's be honest, Benedict Cumberbatch looks like an otter. We all know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not um, not a big tiger. Like um, I didn't realize that in the original books, as so the source material in this case, yeah, Shere Khan has a like a limp. Yes, almost which, like a disfigured right. This uh, is the right first court. film to include it. Yeah, but yeah, I. I noticed that before I read the fact about it and I was, I thought that's quite a good detail to to introduce and I noticed later on every time he kind of gestured it was with that hand or paw so like that once the monkeys have kind of taken Mowgli and then you realize oh no the monkeys are in cahoots with Shere Khan yeah. Shere Khan comes in he he drags a claw down him doesn't he and gives him the, the, the main scar he's got but he did that with the the, the dodgy arm as it were yeah. But I thought that was quite interesting because the one thing it said in the trivia is that he's got this disformed paw, but he uses it as a strength, which I quite yeah. liked. Uh, yeah, now that's good because that gets ignored completely because I guess the other versions just wanted him to be the big bad. This all-powerful. Yeah. But they very much played him in the original versions as this this feared character who you don't see really until... Not pro- not no, mainly. This, this Shere Khan is in it a fair amount. Really. Literally, I, I, I went to mention it earlier about when you said about how... I said how intimidating he is. There's a scene quite midway on, I think, where... No, it's before that, where Mowgli's in some water. He, he's underneath the water. He's, like, holding his breath. And then Shere Khan walks over to the watering hole and starts drinking from it with, a, like, a bloody mouth. Yeah. And so, that yeah. is genuinely quite scary because you've got Mowgli who's underwater holding his breath. And she comes just there drinking, and then he notices. Also, do you do the thing that I do whenever there's water scene? Do you hold your breath? I hold my breath. <laughs> Actually, I don't do that generally. <laughs> not, not, do. not an intentional thing of not doing it, but no, I, I, it's not something I do. But I did think you held your breath quite a long time until he let the breath out. Yeah. And that was the thing that made. She can kind of stare at the water for a minute, and I was like, "Oh, this has got generally got me on the edge of my seat a little bit." Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, the individual scenes were good and yeah. were played out well. Um, it, I can't fault the film. Outside of the animation being a bit awkward. For me, there was something off because I think yeah. it's that thing of I wanted it to be the Jungle Book I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I obviously I was already accepting there was no, it wasn't going to burst yeah. the song. That's fine. I could deal with that because obviously, like the other version, only had the like a rough I, version of King Louis singing. I didn't miss the singing. No, I didn't. I didn't. That but was fun. I, it, I was expecting to see Baloo floating on his back at least once. Um, he was very different. Didn't he was just Very different. Now, Blue's my favourite character normally. <laughs> uh, actually, he probably was again. To be fair, uh, but actually, there's also a change between Blues in classic 
well, when I say classic, I mean the, the original Disney yeah. animated version. Yeah. Um, Baloo is very much seen as the irresponsible one, isn't he? You know, he's the one who Bagheera spends the whole film going, don't do that. He's exactly back the to reverse the in this one. Yeah. yeah. He's the one going, I care about him too. You yeah. know, you're not the Why did you pick on him? You yeah. know, because there a... is a moment where I, fa- I spent a lot of this film going, any one of these could just rip Mowgli's head off at any point. Yeah. Because of the but in all fairness, that is because it is a darker film. I mean, uh, the main character is a kid, and he gets battered. He gets battered a lot. And to be honest, I when Baloo was teaching him to use his hands when swinging from trees, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "How long before you knock yourself unconscious?" Realistically, you're falling yeah. from a tree. Um, on, on the point, I'll come back to that as a sec. Because on the point of um, Baloo, yeah. there was a couple of moments I we we all outright laughed at every single time. Uh, Baloo open paw smacked someone to the ground and it happened about eight or nine times where someone would do something and he'd just like he'd either pat them or smack them and yeah. they'd fly he did it to, he did it to, to uh, Mowgli at least once yeah um but uh, no on that scene um because they're training for something which isn't in the other version it's called the running yeah. which is like their right to be part of the pack and because go hunting. Normally, we don't spend this much time no. with the wolves. Um, I like that element because it gave you something else to focus on. And obviously we saw like a fierce side of Bagheera because he's the one chasing them to test them. Yeah. Which was nice. And that obviously ended in him basically focusing on Mowgli too much. But something that I pointed out very early on to Amanda when Mowgli was training for it with Baloo, but before he realised he could use all of his limbs yeah. and not just run, I, I literally said... Why are they teaching him to? I know they're teaching him as if he is a wolf because he believes that, but why is why are they doing that? Because they know he can't run like that. Yeah, they will have always known because he. I don't know how old this Mowgli is, but they 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 will have known and have, will have been teaching him for at least five or six years to properly run and stuff. But they've been doing it on an all fours gallop. Yes. Surely they would have been if they want him to hunt, and that would have been their genuine will. To teach him to hunt, they would have been doing it in the best way possible and going, you know what? You've got hands. Yes. Just run. But the thing is, if they'd done it before the film, we wouldn't have had a film. No, that's true. <laughs> it's one of those things that when you look at it from... Because it, it was quite grounded in a lot of ways, apart from the talking animals. Um, you know, did make me go, but what about that? Yeah, but that's where... I don't know what age certificate is, but that's where us as adults lose yeah. the point of actually it's a kid's film. But I mean, one of the this was actually did, didn't feel that much like a kids' film. No, I, no, I do agree. I do agree. How um, did Izzy take it? She liked it. She liked the film. Yeah, yeah she did. She, I did. She now is she now running around like a wolf cub? <laughs> I mean, I mean, my youngest one pretty much does it anyway. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. But um, the darker side of it was impressive, and one of the things that it was interesting to see because obviously being used to the disney versions you don't see killing really you, it's normally off screen or like there'll be a stab versions, yeah there'll yeah, be yeah. like a stabbing like if you look at um the classic uh, beauty and the beast you don't actually see gaston like die he falls off of a building that's it yeah um but like with the original uh jungle book she Khan gets set on fire and runs off and you know that's what's happened you physically watch this tiger fade out in this one and like something that i've been used to because we're watching a, my, my, my daughter watches a series called lion guard which is basically a tv hot 25 minute episodic lion king spin-off yeah. and it's about simba's son starting like or basically like a police force and they look after all the other animals but they they, they tackle things in it like hunting but you never see them hunt. They spend the whole thing telling all the animals, be yourself, be your be your animal, be proud of who you are. Like there's a cheetah on it who uh, prowls a lot and you will see her staking out animals, but you never see her go for it because every time, basically all the villains in it are doing what every animal would be doing. They're just yeah. trying to eat, yeah. but they're doing it in the pride land. So it's yeah. not allowed, but so that was something that was interesting with this version, and they made clear very early on that you might not see outright like gore because it wasn't that kind of, it wasn't a gore, but there was there was brutal stuff in it. There was, but Mowgli does get scarred and yeah. you see blood. Um, you see death. Yeah. Animals do die on screen. You watch, literally, you watch a, an eye go from colourful to to blacked yeah. out from the life. Um, 
we have okay this version does have a named hunter human hunter in it yeah yeah we do have a character who has been hunted and we see them as a head trophy (laughs) honestly that's quite a moment to be fair i will say i was semi-spoiled to that oh no no but the thing is i wasn't because when I did my initial thing about, oh, was King Louie in this? I saw a thing that came, you know, when you Google something and it comes up with like Yahoo Answers and there's a load of other options of what people have asked below it on Google. Yeah. One of them was, is, Bo- is Boot dead? Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I was yeah. thinking, he's a, and I went, he's a trophy. I, I assumed there'd be a big fight and he'd like disappear and we wouldn't see him again. And they'd be like, yeah. well, is Boot dead? What happened to Boot? A bit like what happened to the hyena where he just runs off at the end. Yeah. You know, apparently in the original versions that jackal gets destroyed by the elephants, absolutely destroyed. Well, essentially, <laughs> I mean, this is it about the that the one elephant we see a lot of is Who one of the scary. One of the, fix yeah, you just need to put it back on. That's all you need to do. Yeah, put the tusk back. But it's got vegetation growing the on. Fabled it. plant elephant. <laughs> yeah, but it's like actually, if you met that elephant, you'd be scared. Yeah, That's like are you? Mowgli's like, not. But I no. suppose she was saved by him. But, yeah. i tell you what, that was so weird. Because he's in this pit. It looked like a snake, it, didn't it? He's, he, yes, I thought it was car. But at the same yeah. time, I went, you don't look like car. And then I went, that's a trunk. Yeah, I, I saw the two holes at the front. I went, couldn't work it out. I oh, went, that's you're a trunk. But yeah. I was going, are you the head of a there was snake? Two are you the tail of a snake? I don't know. my head in that scene. Yeah. My first one was, wow, you were lucky not to get impaled on yes. that spike pit. I was like, how did you survive that? Yeah. Seriously, I it's know it's not meant for you because he was very small and fell between them. But there was a lot of spikes in there, and then I was like, "Oh no, a snake's coming in." Then I was like, "That's a wrinkly snake." Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just a very big, big, big elephant. But green, I actually thought green elephant. <laughs> initially, I thought it was woolly mammoth because it had curved um, tusks and it had the weird head lump. I, I think the point is, is meant to be very old. He's like the he, he could it's be like, like an ancient. Well, kind. literally, again, one of the trivias I saw is that in the original, that particular elephant, which does have a name, I can't remember what it is, is viewed as a godlike entity of, and all, is the main like ruler of the forest that people respect. Yeah, I I have a friend. Forest. Who, it's not called Forest Book. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who's very into elephants, um, and I actually messaged her going, "You'd be very disappointed with the elephant." content here because they're, they're not very happy and there's only one of them but then later i did send yeah. a photo going no no more have turned up they're angry but they're here <laughs> i'll tell you what speaking of there's a, that scene where where they all kind of come out in the semicircle and they surround shikan it then cuts to the village of people who are basically looking up the hill and can see a, a large circle of elephants batting a tiger around and the only person who acts is the hunter and i'm thinking what must they be thinking? Yeah. You're just minding your own business. You just had this random animal child appear, and now you're watching like eight elephants throw a tiger around like a ball. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I quite like that bit though. I mean, I mean, moving away from like the cinematography and like, the animation, because we can agree the animation is a bit funky in this but one. It's, it's good. The thing is, it is good. It's well animated. It's just slightly off-putting and a bit wrong. Yeah, it's a. Cho- um, they've made a choice. Yeah, and what I would think you, you either about, get on board with it or you don't. What would you say about the actual like scripting and the like the, the dialogue side of it and the acting? Because I think the delivery's well done. Yeah, I don't. Deliver- I think it's written well. It's definitely any in, if if the animation was somehow perfectly right and it felt okay, every the film would be perfect. From a right, from a writing point of view. As I've said, the writer is Callie Close, who's uh, the daughter of Steve Close. Yeah. Who uh, who wrote most, if not all, of the uh, Harry Potter films. Mm. And I believe, because of the fact that she's unclickable on uh, Wikipedia, right. I think this might be her first thing. Oh, really? Uh, and if it is her first thing... Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really... It, it is, is what the, it the is. The dialogue is engaging. It's not um it's not shallow it's not 2d there's like there's depth to the characters like we learn that bagheera was hasn't always been a wild panther he he you know he he lived in a in a in a 
palace with a with a king or something with the ruler where he you know he had to fight other animals and then he was then he basically killed and got his freedom you know it's there's a lot to this film and i see i i don't know how much is properly sourced from the book yeah or how much has just been added for the sake of making a film yeah 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 no uh, I, I get that i mean I, this film does this film dev does definitely play more on the fact that it's a collection of stories initially yeah and it's not just that one tale we all know but that is the tale we all know that's the problem that is the only other problem you will have going into this film if you just see it as mowgli legend of the forest and you think oh, jungle um and you think oh this is going to be a retelling of the story i've seen it you might be a bit jarred i but... for me the thing i again i'll say i'm like you said i'm glad they dropped the origin part of it oh, definitely it's because mystery. you couldn't watch this and the other one go yeah this is the same no this one can't lead to the other it's they it's a misleading title yes definitely. so what we've got mowgli uh legend of the jungle it is what it is yeah and by the end of it he is the legend of the jungle he is i mean i i liked i liked the dark element of it i think the dialogue was impressive you know and i found i found it as i said the fact that shikhan did intimidate me as a human who doesn't live in the television, um, I think it was. <laughs> it shows that it did something. It's something right. Uh, yeah, and actually, something I wouldn't say, although I do believe there are sequels to the the Jungle Book. Um, I actually wouldn't mind seeing more of that version. Well, a more like an adult Mowgli. Now that I know that, I thought this... for a minute we had. Yes, I had the same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. Had the some, same thing. some dude was talking to the hunter, and I was like, "Have you just jumped fifteen years?" I honestly thought because he was in. Yeah, I thought, "Wait, what? He that can't be Mogi. That can't be Mogi." But he did. He, 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 there was a similarity, wasn't there? There was. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, I was like, no, I had that, I, and I, I had to really do a check on myself because we have in the last few weeks. I've had issues with not getting certain flashbacks <laughs> and things. I'm like, what have I missed you now? How it's long has this happened? It's jarring when things like The Walking Dead jump a load of time between seasons. So yeah. to do it in the blink of an eye in a film without explaining it would have been yeah. annoying. But luckily but they, did they just had a look alike so But no, I agree. Right. <laughs> I'd happily see another film maybe later on. With an older Mowgli, actually, because they could probably get away with it, they could bring in a King Louis kind of character. Yeah. They could. He could even be your next villain if you serious him up. Yeah, because what they didn't have, although they tr they did have fire in this film, obviously that's Louis's whole thing. He wants to know how to make fire. So, yeah, so they could totally do that, and I then actually say, from they that would work to be fair. Yeah, I will say one of my favorite moments was because of the fire, and it was when Mowgli gets exiled because he's used fire against the animals yeah, but he's yeah. done it in with the right mind he's done it to protect them to protect yeah. the, the leader from basically the pack and from Shere Khan but then the leader's like you need to leave because you've used man's weapon against us to be that honest was... right if they did a, a sequel yeah with King Louis wanting fire Castle around Castle fine isn't she yeah yeah so we've lost Shere Khan but, but you've got seen, Louis now. We've seen enough of Shikhan. Shikhan is the story, always. King Louis, or if you wanted to call it something else, in case you're not allowed to for rights. Emperor um, Louis. Yeah, um, you could totally have that. Yeah. And then at the end of the film, Mowgli could go home. He could decide, actually, you know what? I, I've lived now. And yeah. Basically, because in the Disney version, he sees a girl that he likes. Yeah. You know, Ashley, if you have an older teenager... And actually, then, if you put the two films together, you've essentially got the Jungle Book. Yeah. Just yeah in you could then have it almost like a Chronicles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a series of films. Yeah. It would work. I'd be happy with another. I wouldn't want like a running series of films, but another, another film one. would Just be another... nice. Yeah. yeah. Because it is nice to see a dark telling of a very well-known film that yeah. actually works. And it's interesting because we are getting it right now because Disney are going on this thing. Where they are basically making live action versions of all of their oh, animation. Basically just live action remakes. But they're making choices whether is this an outright remake or is it a like an alternate version yeah. of it? And obviously we've had the Disney remake. Yeah. This 
obviously isn't Disney, but it's the other version. It's an alternative yeah. version. Yeah. And that's the... and I will say that I think I preferred this to the to the um the one with King Louis as Christopher Walken. I because say... I like the dark element. I found the other one a bit jarring, just it felt weird. But I liked Bill Murray as Baloo. I see. I didn't because <laughs> I, from the off, wanted it to be John Goodman. I uh, always thought John Goodman should have been cast. Yeah. Because uh, for me, John Goodman has that voice which works for Blue yeah, so perfectly. So when they didn't go with my casting, I was like, I hate this. But, but no, it was John fine. Goodman's version of Blue is basically Sully from Monsters Inc. as a bear. And that would be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I can see it. For that version, it wouldn't have worked for the version that we just watched. Oh, do you know what? I think we should have we should keep this from exactly as it is, but just put Bill Murray's in. Just see how he deals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think if I if you had to make me choose between the two, I'd probably go with the Disney version still. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, not that I didn't like this. No, no it's no. just of the two, I like the version I it's know. It's more what you know. Yes. If, you know what? I, I agree with you. This is if you want basically the story you know, but in a different way. Yeah. Go for that version, but if you do want basically a different look at the world you you've known before, I think this is an interesting look. It, yeah, I mean it is that thing of I right okay I've I own several different versions of Robin Hood. I own several different versions of the Three Musketeers. Mm. I could not. I only own the animated Jungle Book. But I could actually technically happily have the animated version, the live action version and this version. Yeah. In fact, knowing me with how I watch films, I could, watch those, I could watch those three films in one day. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Is there anything else you want to point out about this film? Um, or shall we move on to our rating? I think. I would have had it slightly shorter. The le- the runtime yeah, for me it's nearly two hours. Kids isn't it? Film, essentially, it, it yeah. just slightly it is a bit long. It is yeah. a bit long, and I, yeah, it probably would have been some of the earlier Wolf stuff you might have cut down. Yeah, but I get why they didn't, yeah. Yeah, and no, I'm I sure. Agree. Yeah, yeah, but we can go on to rating now. Okay, thank you. Right, well, here at the Manic Podcast, we don't rate these films on a scale of like one to a hundred, like more traditional things like Rotten Tomatoes do. I can't tell you only, what their rating is. Only Rotten Tomatoes do that. Everything else is a scale <laughs> to one to ten, and that's one of the reasons why yeah. we, we don't. No, so we argue. We rate it either a hit or a miss. Now, a hit means we like the film. We we'd consider rewatching it. Would we tell people about it? Was it a general hit? And a miss? It's just the direct opposite. Nice and simple. So, Tobias, the big question: Where does this sit for you on the hit or miss meter? I am going to give it a hit because I did enjoy it, and actually, unlike most of the films that we do watch for the Manic Film Club. I could see me watching this again. Okay, well, that's fair. I, I would actually possibly even... I don't think I'd own it, but because it's on Netflix, I don't need yes, it. <laughs> but I would probably, with someone else, go, shall we watch this? Because it's a different yes. look. It, it's it? like, do you like The Jungle Book? Have a look at this one, because you've probably not seen this. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, for me, as I said... My main negative is the animation because the entire film from start to finish, it was something that I kept going. This scene would be better if I wasn't just going, your animation's weird. But with that in mind, it wasn't enough for me to not enjoy this film. And I would definitely rate it a hit. Yeah. Because I will happily rewatch this film, I think. So what you're saying is we've got another full manic. We have indeed. Yeah. I thought for a second you weren't going to give it a hit, and we never have it that way round, where I'm the one who gives something that's a hit true, and you don't. That's true, No, as I said, because the only negative I can point out is the slightly jarring animation, but it wasn't bad animation. No. It was just a, a weird... It's a choice. It's yeah. a choice. Yeah. yeah. And I can't, I can't rate it down because of that, because it didn't take the film lower for me. So for that, it's definitely a full, full manic. Yeah. Now, bias. What are we going to watch next? I will just check my film. Okay, the next film on the Manic Film Club is Dolomite Is My Name. In the 1970s, L.A., struggling comedian Rudy Ray Moore hits it big with his raunchy alter ego, Dolomite, then risks it all to take his act to the big screen. Cast, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Keegan-Michael Key, director Craig Brewer. 
yeah, from the trailer I've seen of it, imagine Eddie Murphy's take on Keith Lemon. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it's that yeah. kind of thing. Um, I'm going to predict now. This is my prediction. I don't think you're going to enjoy this film. I think it's going to okay. jar with you. I think only because it's. I know that sometimes in your face, like nah, humor isn't always for you. I don't. Re- yeah. Yeah, and I think fair. this might be a little bit too Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's two hours, uh, it's uh, but it's a Golden Globe Award nominee. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those ones we'll we'll have a lot to say about it. I imagine, or not. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the, this is another one that I had heard of before. I wouldn't yes. have put it on my list before, but it's one I was aware of having seen the trailer. I have not seen the trailer. I'm not going to watch the trailer because I'm going to watch the <laughs> no, film in about no, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dolan White is my name is the next film we're going to watch. I can't give you an exact date. It'll be in September. Okay. <laughs> Do we have anything else we need to point out? Anything we want to plug in? Maybe we should just say that we've got a patron which you guys could uh, Ooh, sign up to. We've got a patron now. £1.20 will get you access to our Discord where you can chat to us in like real time and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then get yourself exclusive content. Yeah, you know, exclusive and content. Those words together. Don't forget, you'll also help shape the future of the podcast. Maybe you will, if you talk to (laughs) us. Maybe you won't. (laughs) Maybe you will, maybe you won't. You'll have have to find out. (laughs) Yeah, you will. So will we. Obviously, if you want a link to that, I'll put it in the description of this, as well as over on our Twitter, which is at the Manic with two N's. Very important. important. Now, over on our Twitter, we also generally keep you in contact with the things we're up to. I'm currently doing daily polls, which are about to finish their first round. Daily. Daily polls. Semi to every few days. (laughs) I can tell you, after the one that went up literally just now before we started this, after the many mistakes I made on that, um, we've got one more round of the initial heats. Okay, cool. And that'll be the 32 heats done, and then we're on to the next round, which should be interesting. Um, we also have a Tumblr. We do. We'd love to tumble everywhere. Tumble all about the place. Yeah. What's the latest thing on there? Oh, the last... I think the last thing that went up was... About was it the X-Men. X-Men. It was the X-Men. Cool. Uh, I will probably be writing something about Star Trek soon. Okay. Because I was having a little rant in my head and went, I should probably do a post on this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it works <laughs> now obviously the next episode that will be going live after this will be episode one of season three yes it will on the 9th of september how wow. how, how cool is that yeah and a little bit scary season three we should plan that <laughs> we can't. we've had chats we have we've had, had some big chats that. actually i have yeah. notebooks that prove that one of my many yeah uh, but yeah. apart from that, Tobias, I think yeah. it's time to say goodbye. All right, then, bye. Stay safe and also stay manic. <laughs>